All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Hey, Gal Pal Nation. That's right. It's your good friend Dennis Farrell here with a special Gal Pal Nation show where I sit down and interview the one only Ramona Rice. What's going on? This is very odd. I don't know if I like this or I'm comfortable with this, Dennis. Somehow I've talked you into hijacking your own podcast and interviewing you on it. It's a little, little odd. I mean, I've been interviewed on other shows. You've had me on your radio show um, for a segment. So, I mean, I'm used to it, but not on my own show. But how does Gal Pal Nation actually get to learn who the Gal Pal herself really is? Oh, trust me. I'm an open book. They know me. I'm crazy. I'm very actually upset, Dennis. Um, It's been a terrible week for the Sports Gal Pal because UVA basketball can't seem to figure out how to win on the road to mediocre teams. And I dropped my phone, and I'm brokenhearted about that, which they probably equal the same level there. Dropping my phone, and it's all cracked up. It looked like it looked like Ike Turner got a hold of my phone. Wow. Um, no, it's not. Um, I, I feel kind of bad for you. Um, I'm definitely concerned about UVA and the lack of rebounding. That That's really concerning. I'm also sad because I have no purpose in really watching NFL playoffs other than to keep um, Galpa Nation informed of my own thoughts on it. But other than that, and we, <laughs> yeah, and the Eagles might hire Tom Coughlin. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Out of all that that sucks, let's hire a two-time winning Super Bowl coach. I can see where you're upset about that. It's not that. He's like 70 zillion years old, and I can't make fun of his beady eyes if he's my coach. Well, who cares if he can help uh, help rebuild your team, which one Chip Kelly is destroyed in one season. That's good for you, right? I guess so. I just, at this point, I trust no coaching. I trust no coaching. I trust no men. I just, at the point where I'm just like, why bother? I mean, I should do what I've done and baseball and what I've done in basketball and become agnostic and not really care about which teams and just care about the sport itself. I think I'm at that point, Dennis. I, I, here's, here's a confession for you and Gal Pal Nation. I don't watch any college sports. I, I don't understand that. I, I don't either. And maybe it's just time you tell me your basketball team can't rebound. My first question was, are they ranked? Yes, they're ranked number oh. four in the country. Okay, see, that's that's how I am. So not every guy knows. I have I host a radio show on Detroit, on Detroit sports FM radio, and I don't I couldn't even tell you who number four is. So it, it shows you that not every radio host is like, hey, caller caller Jim from Wisconsin, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, well, I'm smarter than you. Have a good day. Not every guy's like that. No, well, I I have found in my experience with the show and talking, there are a lot of guys who either pick college or pro, and then they'll even niche it down to like just like football, and they'll niche it down to just their team. Whereas me, I'm like, I'm gonna say it, I'm a little bit of a sports slut. I kind of like it all. Some of it, some of it, I don't. Like well, there, there are sports I do not like, but I do enjoy. Just watching sporting events, like live sport events, Dennis, it's fantastic to go to. Like, it's the best date ever. I'm, I'm horrible with that. I go to bed at like 9 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, it's a halftime yet. Oh, I'm going to root for the team with the best buds. That's how I am. Wow. You're such a girl. I am. But here's my vision for today's show for you, on with, with you and your fans. I want to ask you a whole bunch of fanboy questions. Okay. 
like like number one fanboy question. Are, are you a fan? Are you admitting that you're a fanboy of the Sports Gal Pal? I am. <laughs> I think I made it quite clear, clear over the last podcast. I that's why I wanted to do this. We were sitting here figuring out ideas. I said, let me interview you, and I have a ton of questions. I have a ton of. You know, maybe inside baseball, deep dish questions like number one on the top of my head. Who was your favorite person to interview right now? Like I've, I've interviewed so far out, out of all the people you've interviewed, who was, <sighs> who was number one that you keep going to going? Wow. That you know what? Maybe I thought that interview wouldn't have been so good, great, but it was my personal favorite. Well, it's kind of a cheater. Um, the one I just did with Adnan Verk kind of tops the list just because he was so good but I'll give you another answer because that's not really fair because it's at an and and it just happened I will say the guys from Next Fan Up which is Pod Vader's podcast there's one cat on there Tim he's the Atlanta Falcons super fan he and I have actually become very good friends in real life and anytime he's on my show I know I'm going to laugh my ass off he is freaking I, I can say it's my show he's fucking hilarious um, he really is he's so genuine and I have been with him through, um, he was dating a girl very seriously and they broke up. So I've been through all this with him and it's kind of been on the air. And the best thing is that he reveals stuff about himself. Like he gave up. So he was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and he gave that up to become a Atlanta Falcons fan for this girl. And then he doesn't even stay with this girl. And I'm like, how the hell does that happen? Like I, Dennis, would never give up any of my teams. I don't care who asks me to. It's never going to happen. So, yeah, Superman, super fan. That just sounds like he's doing it for the badge. No. Well, obviously, the badge is not his anymore. And he doesn't want that badge. Trust me. But now he really is. No, no. He's really into the Falcons now. Like, he's really, really into them. Um, So much so that it's almost like I don't he like defends Desmond Trufant. Like Desmond Trufant is the truth. And I'm like, no, he's really not. I'm a super fan. Been that way since 2014. <laughs> now he's been that way probably like four years, maybe. Oh, super duper fan, breaking records left and right. Well, you have to start somewhere, Dennis. That's not fair. Not only that, but I mean, what? you know, he also he's just funny. So, so he's been my favorite. And now that he hears this, um, he's gonna get a big head. So I need to like bring him back down and go, you know, he. Just yeah, so he's been my personal favorite, but my best interview is definitely without a doubt. Adnan was great. Phony Bennett, which was one of my earlier ones. There's this guy on Twitter. Um, he pretends to be UVA's basketball coach Tony Bennett, and he um was fantastic. Um, you were pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I had a ton of fun with you on the show. I was nervous. Were you really? My, yeah, my first one, I was a little nervous. I think I there were, I think I was like two for thirteen with jokes. You were really funny off air. I will say you were definitely funnier um, off air. I don't know. It just you um, you were very good. Let's see who else has been. Joel uh, Hernard was great. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, he he was so great. Um, So, yeah, I've been really lucky. And actually, I got to tell you, one of the best interviews I did was Pod Vader's wife. I had her on. Pod Vader was on, too. She was hilarious. All right. So let me flip the script. It's time to dish. Who was the one interview you thought was going to be phenomenal and it didn't deliver? Oh, Come geez. on, girl. No, yeah. no, Call I don't want to say that. Out. That's so rude. Oh, hold on. I have to pull up my list. Hold on. Let me pull up my list of shows. That's the only way I can do this. Um, that's yeah, really. Guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
there was a couple, like, you know, my first couple of interviews, there was this one, um, and it's not her fault. It was one of my first interviews. It was with a 16 year old. And this is when I thought my show was really going to be for women. What I found Dennis is that my show now it's all men that listen to me. Yep. It really is a lot of guys, which is and eight of them with their pants on. Oh my God. That's so gross. Um, <laughs> okay. Dear members of Galpa Nation, I don't need to know if you have pants on or not. I'm going to assume you're wearing them. Okay. Deal. Deal. Oh, Jesus. Um, are you wearing, at least wearing shorts? You know what? I'm actually wearing pajama bottoms. I called it. I called it a day early. Like- Me too, because I had a. I was hosting a baby shower today, and I'm exhausted now. So I'm like, I'm in comfy clothes. I don't blame you. I oftentimes because I podcast in my walk-in closet. I'm often in like pajamas. So if you guys ever wanted to know what I'm wearing. Um, it's usually pajamas, not hot pajamas, like the kind you really want to see me in, but like just comfy, like, you know, pajamas. I would never let anybody see me in. So, so like 2 p.m. I drop my phone and I say, that's it. I'm giving up on the day. <laughs> How did yeah. you drop your phone, by the way? Okay. So I, I go out in the garage. I'm going to smoke a cigar because that's kind of my thing. I, I, I enjoy a good cigar. Plus you just set up your fun cigar smoking room in the garage. Yes. Yes. I- I put my phone on this box. It tipped over. And I, you know what? Here's a pisser, guys. I just ordered this really cool Han Solo phone case for my phone. <laughs> Wrapped everywhere. The screen. It's, it's, it's shard glass. It's, oh, gosh. I think the Titanic is more put together than an iPhone. Wow. Um, my iPhone looks fantastic. I need to wipe off the screen. I hate you because oh, if I were to do that, I could get shards of glass stuck in my finger. It's like swipe to turn it on. It's like I'm afraid I might get a glass piece in there. Aw, aw. Do you but, need us? Do you need us to kiss the boo boo better? Absolutely. So, <laughs> Pam dropped the phone. I say I'm done. Put on my jammy bottoms, and then I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna veg out and play Madden. So I'm playing Madden. Then I decide this making of a murder. Have you ever heard of that? My parents are watching it right now. I haven't gotten into it yet because I haven't had a chunk of time. Like, I just finished A Man in a High Castle, which was phenomenal. Everybody needs to watch that. that oh, my God. It was so good. Yes. Did you get the book yet? No, I have not. It's, it's, uh, again, I, Dennis, I don't have time lately. <laughs> you Let's... know, because between the podcast and between, you know, I have fans I like to talk to. I do. I used to do daily periscopes. I haven't this week because I've been finding a cold and I haven't been looking my best. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to go on periscope and show myself if I'm not feeling like 100%. Sweetie, back down. This is my show today. <laughs> back, down. back to the man in the high castle in the book thing. Okay. Oh, yes. Sorry. Phenomenal book. All the way up into the last eight pages. Well, that sucks. Then why should I even bother? It's, it's so different than the TV show, though. It's amazing. Like, I, I, like the beginning, middle, and almost end were so good that I can forgive the egregious error of being horrible at the end. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about this? I will get the book. And I will read it. And then maybe we'll come back on. Maybe I can come on your podcast because eventually you're going to need to post something, even though it's not fantasy football season. You, you know what? You're right. And, and, and hopefully I will find a reason to get you on. Like I found a reason to get you to get me to get back on your show. <laughs> really? You just wanted to get back on my show. You just want to talk to me. Admit it. It's okay. I, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm interviewing you. So <laughs> dishing to the one, the the one. <laughs> There are other women that podcast about sports, Dennis. Yeah, but none as cool as you. Aw, thanks. Yes. 
anyway, so back to the one interview that you thought was going to be great and did not deliver. Okay, so there there have been a couple. The first was, um, you know, I was I was interviewing a 16 year old NASCAR licensed driver, and I was nervous and she was nervous, so it, I didn't get the best of out of her. Um, also, I interviewed. Um, I'm definitely more comfortable interviewing men th- than I am women. Did you guys talk about Justin Bieber and Hello Kitty? No, we talked about um, you know how how she balances things like school and track, you know, and, and race Girl time. Boys. No, no. Well, actually, I did. Um, so she likes. Um, oh, what was one of the NASCAR drivers? She thought he was very dishy. Um, so I forget. Um, let's see some other uh, ones. Um, I actually there was an episode I recorded that I never released because the audio was so bad. Um, it was this great Ohio State um, blogger, and it was a phenomenal interview. Phenomenal. And then I listened to like the audio, and it was so bad I just couldn't release it. So that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that happens sometimes. Was there one guy? And, and this is all public knowledge, so if I ask you this, is there one guy where the interview went great and, like, if you listened to it, he might have said something and all of a sudden you are, like, totally turned off and you're, like, ready to end the interview? Like, I don't know if, like, offensive or whatever, like, you know, because it's happened to me. You interview someone and they say something either so stupid or ridiculous, you're like, all right, thanks for calling. Um, no, not really. I've been lucky so far. Um, you know, I haven't had anybody, I'll tell you a funny story in real life. When I was kind of interviewing somebody, we were trying to hire somebody to replace windows in our rental property. And, um, this was a house that we were still living in. We were about to move out and everybody knows I'm a UVA graduate. Love Virginia. This guy kept talking about how great Virginia tech was. And I'm like, okay, you want me to spend thousands of dollars with your product and you can't figure out which college I cheer for. And you're going to tell me how great Frank, Frank Bieber is. Get out of my house. I actually kicked him out of my house. Did you let him back in? Like, No. Much? Really? I would not use that company. Absolutely not. No. If, if he's that incompetent that he can't figure out. I literally, I mean, I'm talking like I had the diploma on the wall behind us. So he could see University of Virginia on my cars. He even said, I saw on your cars that you had Virginia stickers. He could see like, you know, I had one of those stupid Cincy pot things that someone bought me that has Virginia on it. You know, I think I might have even been wearing a Virginia shirt. Who knows? Who knows? But probably. And, and I'm telling you, you know, again, when a woman wears a shirt, men notice what's on the shirt. Typically. No. No. Yes. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, you do. So just stupid. So I'm going to entrust you to put in thousands of dollars worth of work into my house, but you can't get this detail right? No. Plus it's offensive. So no. So I kicked him out of the house. Wow. Yes, I did. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fandom. I won't, I won't lie to you. That's that's te- that's a tad bit absurd. <laughs> no, it's not. Wow. No, it's Great. not. So, all right. Well, then we, we know that's not a, a good question to follow up on. Is there a, a guy that you became a fan of after your podcast? Like, all right, I'm going to have this guy on because he probably, you know, we, we all get that one guy. It's like, man, I'd love to be on your podcast. Uh, give me a call. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I want to be on your podcast. And you're like, fine. Is there someone like that that you went, oh, wow, cool. 
not really yet. I'm still kind of still new, so I'm the one kind of seeking the podcast. Um, so I haven't really gotten too many. I, I have a feeling my guests this next week, um, I have, there's this great podcast called Cooper and Rupert. It's my favorite sports podcast. They are fantastic. They just had me on their 100th episode. I'm a big fangirl of theirs. And I will say I've got a definite, definite crush on the co-host, Mikey Rupert. Well, the other co-host, Doug Cooper, was like, um, why don't I get to be on? Well, I've never talked to him, really. So he's like, I went on the podcast. So he's going to come on this week. So I have a feeling I'll be a big fan of his afterwards. Nice. Yes. What are some of the podcasts you listen to? Oh, that's um, so sports wise again. Cooper and Rupert love them. Just, just overall in general. Oh, I'd have to look. I do a lot of business ones. So a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually um, you know in the marketing space in my real life, and because I'm growing a brand for Sports Gal Pal and a couple other projects, I listen to a ton of. Um, like business podcasts. My favorite is Youpreneur FM by Chris Ducker. I'm part of his um, online community. Um, I also love, because I work with the guys from podcast websites, which is another podcast provider. Um, I don't normally talk about that on Blog Talk Radio, but I do. I, I work with them. And um, so Excellence Expected by Mark Asquith is another really good one. I love like This American Life. I, you know, it's so beautiful. Like the last one they just did was fantastic. There's a great one and he's been on my show. We're really good friends in real life called Trivial Warfare. It's a pub style quiz, but it's a podcast. And so they, um, and I've been on it and I was terrible because <laughs> they did an all sports one. So I love sports, but I'm really bad at sports trivia because there's, I mean, sports trivia is just huge and so um they had me on with like podvader actually was my partner we were live at podcast movement oh my god it's it you should listen to it dennis just to laugh at me because i was absurd uh, <laughs> it was really funny and um i love that one because that one's safe for the tiny humans to listen to in the car because they don't use any foul language unlike me um you know nobody no tiny human should listen to my podcast ever there's a new one that i love called Stop. my kids right here listening <laughs> well that's your own stupid fault um i love only funny to us there's these four guys from South Carolina. They one of them found me on Periscope and their podcast is hilarious. And maybe it's because I'm from the South or maybe it's because I just like these guys. I don't know. I find them very funny. Like sometimes I can't listen to it in the car because I'm laughing so hard I can't see. So I had to be really careful where I'm listening to. I'm, I've got my podcast in front of me right now. Sawbones I love. Um, Next Fan Up. I'm a big fan of that one just because I'm on it. I'm, I'm technically what's Pavier call me like the 34th fan. So like the bonus fan. Um, I've listened to yours on occasion um i won't lie um just occasion just occasion yeah no because i mean yeah just occasion i do like your weekly show i will listen to that when um in this sunday i will listen this sunday yes by the time this gets posted this sunday will be passed no i might post this like tonight because this is kind of a bonus extra episode so why wait Ah, you know some of the podcasts i listen to i'm a huge i love comedy podcasts like that I am there. There are a few things about me people don't know. I love wrestling. No, you I, you admitted that on my podcast episode with you. Just people in my regular life. Oh. I I love wrestling. I'm a wrestling nerd still to this day. I've always wanted to be a stand up comedian, so I listen to all these you know comedy podcasts. Um, I, I'm back into serial. Have you? Uh, I've only listened to the first two episodes. It's tougher for me to get into i'm a binge like anytime any kind of these like phenomenal things come on like you know everybody's talking about it i'm one of those i like to watch everything at once i don't like to be just dripped it so i might wait till the rest of the episodes come out and then just listen to it in one session there's another secret thing about me i love zombie things but i hate watching them on tv because i'm afraid of horror movies <gasps> me too dennis yes oh my gosh i cannot watch the walking dead 
I can't, but no, like, that's listen, my... I listen to podcasts about The Walking Dead so I can keep up with the story. <laughs> that's okay. That's a little nuts. I'm, I'm a that's plus. A, that's absurd. It is, but that's that's like I. You know what? I don't want nightmares. I get nightmares easy with. I, well, I'm like a 16 year old girl here, but so instead of actually watching it, I'll listen to a podcast <laughs> recapping it, and I still get this. It's like it's like an audio book. Wow. I, I keep up with these people. Oh, okay. Hey, if it's your thing, do it. Um, I don't like it. Just I just don't like scary movie. I, I'll tell you a funny story. So I went in high school. I had a boyfriend and it was one of our first dates. And I told him I do not like scary movies. Well, this is when the movie Scream came out. And he's like, no, it's a black comedy. And I could see that point until the first scene with Drew Barrymore. And he's- literally he had to carry me out of the theater. I was in ter- I mean, like I dug my nails into his neck so much he bled. Oh, so I, I'll tell you a great story. I'll touche you one bit and one and go above. I was going back. My parents lived in Georgia at the time and I lived in St. Louis. So I would go back, hang out. I met this girl and we're at my parents' house. They're gone to bed, long, long gone. And this will show that I have no scruples or morals, by the way. <laughs> so what is it? The ring, the one with the girl in the... In the I, I don't know. I don't watch them. So she's like, let's watch the ring. I'm like, look. If you make me watch this, I'm going to have nightmares, and you're going to have to make it worth my while. Good for you, Dennis. Thank you. I, <laughs> That's why I put that up front, like, like right. at Look, least third base action. There, There's going to be expectations if you make me watch this movie. That's right. Live up. Good for you. I need uh, to try that. And sadly, she's like, you're, you're in your parents' house. I'm like, yeah, I can be quiet. Can you? <laughs> Could you be quiet? Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I was probably done before she got naked so oh, it was Jesus. Right. oh yeah it was like that how old were you oh gosh 20s late 20s really late 20s and that quick oh yeah dennis oh i was a nerd wow okay so, that's so, some, that's a personal project you should work on oh it, i've worked on it it's okay i can i'm about three minutes now <laughs> that's better than most that's yeah, a long three minutes not short well you know again you talk for a living at least <laughs> one of your living so that may benefit you know you in general in that but area. That's what my foreplay is. I'll, I'll, I'll set up like I'm in a radio station and I'll entertain her for a good hour. <laughs> and then boom. So that's, <laughs> that's it. Anyways, all for humor, by the way. Uh, so we watched the ring. I'm scared shitless. I am like, I'm like, are you serious? My folks lived out in the middle of the woods. So like, I have to walk this girl to her car now in the middle of the woods. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm freaking out. And I, this may not look good on me, but I'm like, you know, you'll, you'll be all right. It's like 20 feet to your car. Don't, don't worry about <gasps> You and made her walk to her car by herself? Absolutely. Oh, my. After she did things to you? She made me watch a movie. Wow. If I didn't have to watch that movie, she would not have to have performed. And we would all have been happy. Wow. I'm not, I'm not proud of some of these moments in my life. I just... I'm proud of that one, but not most of the other ones. Wow, Dennis. Wow. Look, I was scared. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't do like haunted houses. Um, There's a huge amusement park near us called Bush Gardens, and they do hollow scream. I refuse. Like my son, my eight-year-old, love uh, my eight-year-old, he's nine now. Lord. You know it's bad when you forget your children's ages. I I do that a lot. Yeah, look, you're just one of those parents. They're helicopter parents, and then there are you. 
I just, well, it's not that I'm not a helicopter. And, and it's funny. I talk about the tiny humans, but I don't really talk about the tiny humans on the podcast just because, again, I'm so much more than a mom. But I've never been that mom that wants, like, her life to be centered around her children. Let me be straight with, with you guys. Do I make sure the kids, um, you know, get to school in time and homework and, and they go to tutoring and they go to Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, all that stuff and, and soccer? Yes, of course. But I was super awesome before they came into the world. And then I will be super awesome when they leave my house. So I've never been that mom that's like, oh, my God, everything needs to be all on children. Uh-uh. That's just stupid. Don't be that mom. So you're telling me you do just enough to keep them alive? Pretty much, yeah. Like, look, guys, you're fed, you're clothed, it's 8 o'clock, tuck yeah. yourself in. I just, I make sure their emotional health, well, well-being's good, um, you know, but again, I also, you know, let them be alone. I mean, you know, like right now, they're probably playing Batman Arkham on the Xbox right now, which probably is an appropriate game, but you know what? They're keeping me out of my hair, so yeah. Your kid's 30, he'll be all right. <laughs> if he's 30 and living in my house, something went terribly wrong. Because again, my job is just to make him a functional adult. However functional adult they want to be, that's up to them. But that's my job. It's just to lead them to functional adulthood. So I've got, th- I've got a motto for parenting, Dennis. You'll like this. My job is to keep them off the pole, out of jail, and out of Blacksburg, which is where Virginia Tech is. If I've done those three things, I am mom of the year or century or whatever, however long they're going to live. Right, then rank them in order of, out of those three things. Out of Blacksburg. Is number one. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes. Whether your kid be a stripper than in Blacksburg. That's right. They'll make more money as a stripper. Actually, it's funny. Virginia Tech's one of their most notable alumni is a porn star. Good for them. Which one? I don't know. Oh, then you can't throw that fact out. Uh, it's on Wikipedia. Hold on. Shenanigans. No, don't know. We'll, we'll move on. Let's talk about other podcasts. Uh, okay. I, I love Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, Let's see. What else do I listen to? Uh, I don't. I know. I don't listen to my podcast. That's. Oh, I always listen to mine. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. That one's really good. I um, I do like um all the uh, the my brother, my brother and me, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really funny. Um, like I found out Travis actually, I believe it's Travis is a huge sports fan, so I might try to get him on my show. Nice. I know. I know. So I like him a lot. Um, but Sawbones is really fun. It's kind of fun because it's like humor and medical history. Um, that's a good one to check out if you're interested in that sort of thing. They, they make medical history fun. But the best ones are when, because the wife, it's a husband and wife team. And they, um, the husband is not a doctor and she's an actual doctor. So she like treats people and can write prescriptions. And really those should be your friends because they can give you good stuff prescriptions yes like samples anyway <laughs> you never know you need a good doctor dennis so um Sick. <laughs> just no it, i have an owie some vicodin would be so nice right now um <laughs> i don't do that don't do drugs kids drugs are bad excuse me sir but you only scraped your knee why are you crushing the vicodin and snorting it just I just i need to do it that way Oh, daddy needs his medicine, baby. <laughs> so, but, so what's funny is, is that he reacts like we do when he hear things like it's gross. You know, sometimes you're just like, oh, and she's just so matter of fact about it. So it's, it's very good. So it's a good one. I like it a lot. What is your favorite sports movie? Oh, I just went over this with Adnan Verk. It's the Sandlot. Well, if you listen to the episode, Dennis, you'd already know these answers. I actually told you I'd listen to it Monday. I know, but it's Saturday, so I can't help you. I've spoiled that part part of the show. You're welcome. What is the one sports movie you thought you'd be excited about and it sucked? 
Oh, that's a good one. Probably some of Kevin Costner's later work, like for the love of the game. God, uh, that that movie is so bad. Hang on, you're telling me a guy who's clearly in his late forties at this point is going to throw a no hitter against like the last hitter is like a kid that's best friend's son or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Anigans. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I mean, you know, a sports movie when they're really good, they're based. I mean, yes, they. Um, you know, amplify the situation. Like Rudy, we know the guys didn't lay their jerseys on the desk. We all know this. Okay, yeah. we we know that Rudy played garbage time, but it's still an amazing movie. You know. Did, did you hear the Joe Montana story on Rudy? No. Because Joe Montana was on that same team. Right. He was. Did he start or was he still? I don't remember. Okay, that's that's not important. Yeah. Anyways, Joe Montana came out in an interview a few years ago and said, "Yeah, we lifted him up, but we were really kind of making fun of him when we did it." <laughs> like, I heard Joe Montana is not the nicest guy. I've actually heard that. You know, Rudy is a complete jerk. Um, I'm not going to say anything because I'm kind of hoping Rudy comes on my podcast. So I'm going to say um, no comment. Uh, can I comment on that? Uh, if you want to, it's you. He's a jerk. He's a D-bag. I, I hate hearing that. It's one of those guys that, you know. Maybe I'll have Sean Austin instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord of the Rings. Because okay. he's a hobbit. Yes, he was a hobbit and a goonie. Yes. Yes, because Goonies never die. What what ages? It's funny you brought this up because I was talking to my wife today, and we were thinking about playing, what make let my daughter watch the Goonies. She's seven, but I think she's about a year away. But is is a good? I mean, I get it. You're gonna you're, he's gluing the dick on upside down. Ba ha ha ha. But it, I mean, I'd let my kids see it. But again, I feel like your kid's thirty two. No, my kid is nine, and then I have a seven year old. So my daughter's the same age as your daughter. Mm-hmm. So, because um, my daughter was born in July. I don't know when your daughter was born. But anyway, so they're probably about the same age. They, they'd probably, like, immediately meet and be best friends because that's what kids are and then go do Monster High, you know. I don't know if your daughter's into that or not. Yes. Oh, my God. Have you had to suffer through the Monster High movies? All of them. Yes. I know. I can, like, verbatim, like, say the dialogue. What's your favorite Monster High movie? I do like the new one. The Boo York one isn't too bad. Oh, my God. That's my favorite. <laughs> Like, I kind of sing a lot to the songs. I'm like, yes, Caddy Noir, you find your voice again. You find it. Although, like, the rapping guy. Oh, Pharaoh, he's annoying. I'm like, like, there's no way that pussy's going to go after you. Come on, no. It's a cat, fellas. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We know. No, no, you know, but a lot of my listeners are younger. So I figured this out, um, you know, kind of, I figured out my audience finally. This is kind of exciting um, since the last time I've spoken to you. So we figured out that I have a two kind of a two parter audience. I don't know who your your audience is or they call it an avatar. I don't know what they call it, but anyway. They're they're sad fantasy football players. That's my main audience. Well that was not me because I was a champ this year. I, I won that blog talk league that you refused to participate in after the draft. Time out. I'm gonna put this out here on Front Street for you kids. It's not that I refuse, it's like I logged into the crappy site and I couldn't even find the team I drafted because apparently I need a two-part map, and, like, the second part is hidden in the temple somewhere, and the only person that knows it has been murdered by, like, some Nazi German guy, and now I have to swing through the jungles to find it. It's shenanigans, and I refuse to take a loss in that league. All right. I refuse. This sucks. I want – you have many football leagues. I want in one of them this year so that I can play against you because I feel cheated that I did not get to beat you. I promise. You promise? 
I promise. Okay, yeah, because I want the ability to be able to trash talk and do all that sort of nonsense, and I didn't get that. You just just know and if you had asked me i would have guided you through that because that's my job is to guide old people through technology that's actually my real job in real life i would have helped you dennis old people let me tell you about back in my day missy (laughs) we didn't have these computers and blog talk radio (laughs) thanks for sadly laughing at that one let's move on okay uh you know has have this this happened to me. When I started my podcast, I started out of boredom in 2010. And I was kind of at the back end of the beginning movement of the podcasts. You know, I think I started my podcast like, I don't want to say six months after Mark Marin started his. I mean, that's how close I was into that podcast movement. And I have greatly exceeded any sort of expectation I could have ever had. I mean, it... I guess not now, but, you know, at the beginning, podcast people were looked down upon in the radio industry. We were the dirty people, you know, leopards and all that stuff. So to get a job in radio was huge. And in the meet and press pass, all that stuff has exceeded any of my expectations. But for you, where you are today from where you are when you started a podcast, are you, where are you at reaching your goals, expectations for your show, and how have your goals changed from day one? Oh, that's like a grown-up question. Look at you. That's super sexy, Dennis Farrell. I try. Wow. Seriously. Wow. That was awesome. Um, That's a, actually an excellent question, and it's it's actually kind of good. We're talking about this because it's the beginning of the year. So when I st- I got my podcast by complete accident. I, in April of 2015, didn't know what a podcast was, didn't know what Serial was, didn't know, like, Dennis Farrell, didn't know, um, you know, I just didn't, I I just didn't know. I didn't listen. I didn't realize I had the app on my phone. I just didn't care. And, you know, I'm like, whatever. So my company that I work for decided they wanted to do some type of podcast or something. Actually, I'll tell you the full story because no one from my company really listens. Um, I get a budget to go to a conference every year. And so since I'm in like digital marketing, so in real life, I handle like social media and public relations and blogging. I'm, I'm paid to blog for a, for a corporation. And so um, I get a conference every year. Well, there happened to be a conference in Las Vegas the same week as my husband's birthday. And I'm said, and it was in my budget. So I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go to this conference. I'll learn something on network. But really, I'm going because it's my husband's birthday. And all I would have to do is pay for his plane ticket. And he could go to this to Las Vegas. I'm wife of the year. We have a cool vacation. Um, and I get, you know, and I'll learn some stuff. So I leave a couple days beforehand because I was there an entire week. And he was like, no, I want to go too. I'm like, no one should be in Las Vegas for an entire week without something constructive to do. That's rule number one. Because you can get in mad amount of trouble. So he flew out like the Tuesday. So I flew out, what was it, Sunday morning. And I get there. And before you go to a conference like this, particularly if it's a social media conference like this, there are like Facebook groups and you start talking with people. Well, I talked to a guy named that same guy I talked about, Mark Asquith, on the Excellence Expected podcast. I had already chatted with him and he was he was flying in all the way from England. And he had just launched his podcasting company. But that was completely like really under the radar. Is so. It- still going on oh yes and it's and it's growing by by substantial amounts so it's it's a it's really exciting to be part of i mean and the, and the podcasting community is growing which is great 
So I go to Las Vegas and I'm on the monorail. I was staying at the MGM and this was during the National Association of Broadcasters show. So our conference was like a mini conference inside of this bigger conference. And if you've ever been, I don't know if you've been to Las Vegas. I haven't. Oh my God. Really? You've never been? Never been. Oh, Dennis, we've got to take you. Okay. I don't. All right. That's it. That's our goal is Dennis has to go to Las Vegas. I I want to be there when Dennis is in Las Vegas because I, yes. I'm going to get divorced and drug addicted and all in the same weekend. <laughs> okay. Maybe not divorced. <laughs> Come on. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So um, I'm staying at the MGM and the conference is actually all the way across the strip. So the strip is like huge and they have a monorail that takes you back and forth. And so while I was there, we stopped at the one hotel where the conference was. We were going to like a pre-party and I actually met up with Mark, who was this guy I kept talking about on, you know, Facebook and all. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Mark. And he was super um, hung, um, super jet lagged. I was super jet lagged. So, you know, so you got to see that. And we started chatting and it was like instant friendship. Never anything like flirty, nothing like that. It was just instant like, this is my person. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So it was an instant. And so the entire conference, we hang out. So the first day of the conference, so we went to this crazy first party and it's supposed to be a networking party, but they have this loud, really bad cover band. So no one could talk to each other. And I meet guys like Pat Flynn. I meet guys like Chris Ducker. I have no clue who they are. And apparently, well, now they're huge. I mean, they're, they're, their download numbers, like Pat Flynn is like in the top 25 of all iTunes um, podcast. So that's huge. And so... Um, I'm, I'm chatting with these guys. I have no clue who any of them are. So the next day I go and I hear one of the guys talk, Chris Ducker. And I'm like, oh, shit. This guy's like actually a big fucking deal. And so and then I, I chat with them. So later that night, Mark and I had dinner at a restaurant um, in the Westgate. We had sushi. And right in front of us was Jordan Harbinger from the Art of Charm podcast, which is another good podcast. And then Pat Flynn. Again, I have no idea who these guys are. So we're chatting, chatting. They sit in a table above us because Pat's right before he actually did the keynote at this conference. And he drove an entire DeLorean inside a hotel. True story. Um, because he did this whole Back to the Future thing. But Mark and I are sitting at dinner with another podcaster named Matt Lovell, and um, they were asking me why my Twitter handle was Sports Gal Pal. Now, several years ago, I decided to do a sports blog because I wanted to talk about sports from a woman's perspective. But like a lot of bloggers, I just gave it up because it's, uh, it's a lot of work. You know this. It's just having a podcast is a lot of work. But blogging is a whole other thing because you got to blog all the time. It's really annoying and it's a lot of work. And they, Mark listens to me talking about sports. He goes, that would be a good podcast in his British accent. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So the entire time I'm at this conference, I keep asking all the men and I keep thinking about it. Well, maybe I could do a podcast where I explain sports to women. Every guy I talk to goes, yes, dear God, have that podcast, have that podcast, have that podcast. So I start like listening to podcasts and I found this one by these three women in, um, um, California. And I listened to their first episode, which was recorded March 2015 and instead of talking about like March Madness or NBA or you know baseball season starting they were talking still about Marshawn Lynch not getting the ball and it pissed me off Dennis because I'm like don't be those stupid girls that only talk about football because that's typical what pe- what men think of women sports fans that we only talk about what is being talked about in ESPN and we're only regurgitating facts or we don't have an opinion of our own like, like give me give me some current stuff so the last day of the conference I'm talking to this couple and I'm trying to actually get them to be a, bl- a guest bloggers on the my corporate blog my actual job but I go on my sports rant about how mad I am about these women and on and on and on well someone overheard me and that someone was Jay Soderberg. And so Jay comes over to me. I have 
have no clue who this guy is. And he, and then whenever a man shows up next to you in Las Vegas, you know, as a woman, you're like, what the hell? You know, and, and Jay is not the guy. Jay would never do that. I mean, he's just not the guy now that I know him. But so he shows up and he introduces himself. He goes, I'm Jay Soderberg. I'm head of blog talk content, blah, 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 blah. I love your passion. I want you on your, on my podcast network. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, well, I'm known as the pod vader. And I start laughing going, oh my God, what the hell is this guy on? And then he goes, I created pod sports podcast for ESPN. And that's when I was like, oh shit. No way. But then I had to verify it. So I went back to my buddy, Mark and my buddy, Mark. So, so I'm telling this long story because I'm trying to say is when I started my podcast, I had no goal. I just wanted to have a podcast. Now that I've kind of been in it for six months, I'm not sure where I want to go with this. I just want to get better interviews. I want to get better guys. You know, now that I've got a clearer vision of what the show is and who my audience is, you know, I got the best feedback from my interviews because I ask questions that other people don't ask normally. Like, why are you a sports fan? Like, why do you love this player? Why do you love this team? Why do you stick with, you know being a fan of this team for so long when they're terrible why do you why do you do that and because I asked those questions I feel like that brings a whole different perspective and that's what I'm hoping this next year comes is that I'm known for that so that guys like you know now that I had like Adnan Verk on that other people who are maybe in that ESPN echelon goes that would be really fun to say I want to go on her podcast and talk about that story because nobody asked those questions cool that was really long I'm sorry I, I rambled I forgot where I was for like 20 minutes. It wasn't that long, was it? I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> Woo. And so if you're still with us, I'm It wasn't just, that bad. No, don't make fun. I can make fun. I'm oh, the, I feel bad now. I'm blushing. Yes, I'm the host. I'm blushing. Well, you so, should have wrangled me in. I couldn't. You were... You were <laughs> I mean, any attempt to wrangle you in, I might have died. <laughs> <laughs> You're the driver, Dennis. <laughs> oh, I'm, apparently, I'm the backseat driver. I, I've taken a backseat to a show I've hijacked, and I'm back in the backseat of it. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'll get tied up again. Thanks. Uh, what? Uh, so is there an ultimate goal for it? Are you going to, uh, you know, maybe start video? Well, you're in a closet, so you can't really video your show. What, do you think people would want to see me video my show? I think eventually, yeah, you have to do something. Spicy. Why? Why not? Well, why would I do it though? What What would be the end game? You know, videos out there of me. Like I here here's one. I did. Do you know who AJ Hawk is? Duh. Okay. Come on, really, Dennis? Back her down. Anyways, so I did I his. Hate it when guys I, do that. I, of course, I, I know AJ Hawk is. I was a I was a guest on his podcast. I know. I saw the interview. It was really good. Well, it, it was horrible. Here's why. <laughs> so, I liked you. Yeah. First of all, I was like in, in the old house we owned. My studio was like steaming hot. So if you watch the actual video, you can see like the corner inside of my gl- glasses all fogged up. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And I'm sweating, too, by the way, at this point. Then, you know, I'm wearing like a, a, a T-shirt, but I'm like. You know, pajama bottoms. On the, you know, I'm trying to be comfortable and I'm nervous because it's it's AJ Hawk. It, it, I, you know, so, but you know, he videos his podcast. Well, because he's AJ Hawk, we like it when he videos his podcast. He's he's one of my favorites. I'm not gonna lie. There have been times where guys are. I try not to say which which players are my favorite because they're physically attractive. Um, because I don't want to be that girl. But there are some. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Who is your number one physically attractive athlete? Uh, J.J. Watt. 
Uh, by far. Oh, my God. That was one of my uh, fantasy team names. Uh, what, J.J. Watt? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be it this year. No, it was a <laughs> 1.21 J.J. Watts. I just He's so sexy. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. I just, like, with, with the Hard Knocks, I only watched really because I really... Come on, give me more J.J. Watt. I don't care about anybody else. Just show him in the shower. Show him lying in the bed. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Look, every that he's super sexy. Um, Derek Jeter. Oh my God, he's still a sexy ass man. I'm not even gonna lie. I I watched Hard Knock for Bill O'Brien, so I know exactly how you feel. (laughs) Um, I am a big Chris Long fan because he is a UVA grad. Love Heath Miller. Um, I like a lot of my UVA guys um, a lot, too. So, yes. I, I hear that's how they recruit. What would uh, Mrs. Rice like? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's hope not. Yeah. And now that we have a new coach, I'm really hoping he recruits just excellently. Because I just, I would really like not for football. Football sucked for me this year, Dennis. I'm not, it was not a fun football season for me at all. It really wasn't. It was not enjoyable. League? Hmm? You won a fantasy league. Okay, but let's talk about this fantasy league. Because the fact that it was so jacked up, number one, no one talked about it, so no one cares. Um, two of the best players in it didn't play, so I don't have the glory of saying, ha, beat you. I mean, I did get to rub it in Podvader's face. That was enjoyable. I'm not even going to lie. That was fantastic. On his show, that I was fantastic. Know, I don't even know who I drafted. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't I, you want me to log in and look? Can you log in and oh, look? Jesus Christ. Great radio because I'm very, like, I, I feel like I could have drafted a good team. But then, like, with all the injuries, I think by, like, week four, I'm like, yeah, I probably lost half my team to injuries anyways. I don't know. You might have had some good ones. and I doubt it. Give me, it takes, like, 20 steps to get into this thing. So you got to give me a second. That- for you young kids, eh, I can do it in five seconds. No, this site, and, and don't even try the app. Don't even try the app. Like, Pod Vader admitted that, um, hold on, let me pull it up. Let me, let me pull it up. Hold on. If I can pull it up, let me see if I can find you. There you are. All right. Who do you got? Russell Wilson. Oh, that would have been great. Jameis Winston. Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. Okay. That wouldn't have helped. Chris Ivey. That, okay. Rashad Jennings. Last uh, week, he had yeah. like 25 points. Um, Alfred Blue. Andre Ellington. Emmanuel Sanders. Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree. Why? Well, yeah. Mike, Ev- Mike Evans. Ruben Randall. Devontae Parker. Eddie Royal. Ugh. Mm. Ho- hokey. No. Um, Devin Funches. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Olson. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cody Parker and the Seahawks defense. I would have won. No. No, no. This is who I had. I got 180 points my last um, day I played. All right. First of all. First of all, <laughs> read off your team. Only read off the people you drafted. Oh, gee. Waiver oh. wire pickups. Oh, man. Drafted? No. Waiver wire pickups were fantastic. All right. Let me look at the draft board. Because I, I couldn't log into my team. So Okay. Could, all right. So we'll compare. we'll compare. All right. Unfortunately, first round was DeMarco Murray. That was a bust. Second <laughs> round, Jordy Nelson. Also a bust. Mm-hmm. Oh, third round, Forsett. <laughs> no, it gets better. <laughs> Fourth round, Keenan Allen. So we see my top four picks. None of them finished the season at all. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. Um, let's see. Fifth round, Brandon Marshall. 
That was a great pick. That was a good pick this year. TJ Yeldon was my next one. Delaney Walker was seven, and he got me double. Like, he was averaging for me 14 points a week. So that was actually a decent pick for a tight end, considering it's Tennessee. But that was really only Mariota's only target. Um, let's see. Matt Ryan. I got catfish. We've talked about that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Trey Mason. Let's see. Larry, um, Larry Fitzgerald in the 10th round. That was a really good pick. Um, let's see. Um, Brandon Perryman. I don't know why. I, I did draft Sam Bradford because th- at that point, you know, I was just like, let me just draft people just to be down with this because I was in the walk-in closet. Like, you were outside. Like, in- I saw the picture. You smoking your cigar, drinking your beer. No. I didn't do that. My wine was out. Um, so, yeah, I was over it. And then the rest of the guys, it's just not even worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. See? Well, Charles Sims at the end. Yeah. Eh, eh. I still feel like I had a better draft. Oh, David Johnson. Okay. That was great. Phenomenal. Yeah. Round 17. Yeah. Not, wow. Yes. Nice. I know. Go go sports gal pal. So, no, I mean, the thing that pissed me off about that, too, was Pod Vader kept again I, I we talked about this but i must mention it again and and this is just a good lesson for guys if you have any type of okay so this is just this is just life lessons here kiddos especially dennis if you ever get divorced and are back on the market and you need to start dating women and you want women that actually like sports you know and want to watch sports now do not assume she doesn't know about sports D- don't assume because that pisses those of us who really do know about sports off. So Podvader assumed I had never played fantasy football before. He even asked me, point out, is this your first time? I'm like, no, it's not. It, it's not. And that just, oh, it drives me nuts. Or I hate it when, um, I'm taking over your show, but you should have asked these questions, like things I hate. Um, people have accused me of Podvader, like writing my show notes or writing, um, like, like booking my guest or telling me what to say. And that's so not the truth. I mean, who would care then? I, I care that people think that way. I'm like, you know, that's ridiculous. Mm. Trust me. <laughs> if you've heard the things I've said about the Patriots, Pod Vader is definitely not, not writing those things. All right. Well, you know. I know you're a Patriots fan. I don't count. I, you. you are not a mass hole. You are not. I am not. I'm not. You are not. Team. He is. Well, you know, there are just some people that take it a tad bit too far. He's well, I don't know if it's his character or not, but yeah, no, no. Well, how much time have we done in this podcast so far? Uh, about 45 minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Four questions. <laughs> well, I'm a talker. You know. All right. You want to do lightning rounds where I do like one answers? Um, okay. Uh, it, it, you know what? Let me, let's do this. There's a game I like to play. And I have the app. You don't have the app. So it's called Sevens. Oh, all right. Have How do you, you know I don't have the app? How are you able to use it with your broken ass phone? I, I, I look. Are you going to suffer? Do I have to kiss the better afterwards? Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, have you? Ever, do you remember the old match game? Uh, is that the one? What do you, no, I don't. Maybe I don't know. That's that's the game where someone would has a card and a card would say fish, and then I have to describe things to get you to guess the word fish. Like the the, the game pyramid. Yeah, pyramid. The old match game pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's basically what this is. Oh my god. This is so much pressure. I'm really bad under pressure. Yes. Well, I put this <laughs> with my buddy Nate the other day. We were going to actually do it on the podcast, but we did it beforehand, and I was great at guessing. My This was how I did it with him. It's like days – he's like uh, – one of – was like days of the week. I'm like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I stopped. And he's like, uh, Friday? I'm like, nope. 
So I, and I and I failed to keep giving hints to get him to guess it. Huh. But this is called seven. Seven questions. You have seven seconds each question. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the quicker you answer it, the more points you get. Oh, all right. Are you ready? <laughs> Not really, but okay. Really? Yeah, because no. I can always edit this part out. Yay me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do this. I'm hitting start. Three, two, one. Um, Alfred. Uh, Morris. No, no. Um, um, Adam's family. Um, no. Oh, Batman. No. Uh, I'm scared of these at night. They could be under my bed. Monsters. Yes. Uh, mm, the best f- food made from a pig. Bacon. Yep. Uh, when I get angry, I see the color. Red. Yep. Uh, not today, but. Tomorrow. Nope. Yesterday. Yep. Uh, man, uh, it was a name of a movie with the fish in it and it had John. De- I missed it out. Uh, Finding Nemo. No, um, fish out of fish named Wanda. Moving on now. I'm talking in your. What? Uh, no. I, I, okay. <laughs> that was just a practice run. You got nine points. That's not bad. Well, the first one was bad because it was blue. Alfred Blue. Oh yeah. We and just that... talked about him too. I know. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. Uh, the other one was sword like fish. Oh, swordfish. And yeah. the last one was out air. I was talking in your ear. Oh well, you are talking in my ear. That's I was talking in your. Let's do this again. <laughs> Boy, you're this off. Is... You're full of party tricks, there, Dennis Farrell. I know. I try it. All oh, right. Here, or... This is how sad our lives are, Gal Punisher. You think podcasting is so glamorous? This is what we're doing Saturday night. This is fun. I'm actually had a blast. Let's no, I'm it. having. I'm having a good time. Thank you. All right. Three, two, one. Um. Oh, it's fr- it's a Friday night and everybody's out partying. Uh, gosh, I hate this, but you do it when you send a tweet. Oh, um, I don't know. We're moving on. Uh, it's right in, it's your, on your face and you can look down at it. Nose? Yep. Uh, oh man, uh, they made this guy out of, he's like a monster, but they made him out of different parts. Frankenstein. Yep. Uh, I hate these things. They're at carnivals and parks. Ferris wheels? No. Carnies? We moved on. Uh, you go to this place to buy things. Grocery stores. Yes. Uh, you you kick this around and you can't use your hands. Soccer ball. Okay. Hey, you got 10 points this time. Hey. Hashtag on the tweet. Oh, you don't like hashtags? No, that's that's when you send a tweet, you do this. Oh. Hashtag. Well, you Frankenstein. Could... Yeah. Is, you, you make them, put them together out of different parts. And a clown. At the carnivals. Oh. Oh. Wow. You have a lot of fears. I do. I'm afraid you can't. Wow, Dennis. Okay, so you don't like horror movies. So the movie It absolutely is no go for you. I'll stab you in the eye on my way out the room. <laughs> so um, in college, I took a um, film, a couple film classes. It's funny. I talked to Adnan about this. And um, one of them is Stanley Kubrick, who um, amazing director. Um, Clockwork Orange is one of my favorite movies. He also did The Shining. So too, isn't he? Or is it taxes? Or was... what are you talking about for Stanley Kubrick? Wasn't he wanted on something? No, that is um, Roman Polanski, and he was wanted for statutory rape or child rape or something. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, no, not really. Um, no, Stanley Kubrick was fine. Um, he's odd, but he wasn't like you know. No, he didn't like 
as far as I know, rape any women. So, so um, in order to watch The Shining, I had to watch it. Like, it was required. And I was like, oh, my God. Because that's a really scary movie. I'm not even, It's super creepy. I had to do it in the daytime. I actually had my laptop, like, in, like, outside where I knew it'd be safe, like, in the daytime. Surrounded by several people. And making sure. And then I would pause it every now and again just to catch my breath. That's great. <laughs> so it's not just you. I'm a big scaredy cat too. No, I can't do haunted houses. I can't. No, 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 no. All right. You want to do this one more time before we end the show? Sure. I mean, are, did I? Did do you have any other questions? I mean, you know. No, I'm done. Oh, are you done with me already? You're going to move on to your other to another sporty gal pal. It, yes, Gord, it's it's uh, actually sporty guy pal. Oh, who's yeah. that? <laughs> Uh, That's Jason Jarvey. Oh, you know that guy, yeah. <laughs> he was. Oh, I do have to give a big shout out to Dennis. Big, big kudos uh, to you. You were awesome because um, I was running really behind on college football previews because it was Christmas and I forgot. I'll be honest. And he got me somebody who was really good. Um, you know, too bad Michigan State was really bad. Actually, yeah. I'm not really that upset about it. But um, yes, so thank you. Oh, I can't wait until this other surprise guest comes on. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. I'm not saying anything. You can't no. say anything either. No, say nothing. Uh, say nothing, nope. hear nothing. No, nothing. It's definitely not Mark McGuire. Oh, can we talk about that really fast? Sure. Okay, so I was... This is the one thing I regretted not asking Adnan Burke about because he hosts Baseball Tonight, and when I interviewed him, literally the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement was done, and I completely agree with Ken Griffey. I would like to know who the three writers are that didn't vote for him and punched them in the face. Like, really? You don't vote for Clinton? Come on. And Piazza, perfect. I think that Bonds and Clemens totally deserve to be in there. I think Sosa and McGuire deserve to be in there, too. No asterisks. Nothing like that, because you know what? They took advantage of the technology that was available. I don't blame them. And they saved baseball. You know, because after the strike, what was it, 97? They saved baseball, yeah. They saved baseball, because everybody was, I don't know if it was 99. I was in college, I think. I'm trying to think. But but that home run rally between McGuire and Sosa, like, even people who hate baseball were watching and talking about baseball. They saved baseball. So baseball, you are snotty assholes. Get them in the Hall of Fame today. Like, like don't wait. Just get them in. You don't need to do a big production about but they deserve to be in. Because that's ludicrous. They saved your sport. So they saved you. Tell them thank you. All right. I'll say this. When it comes to the Ken Griffey Jr. thing, does it matter? He's in. Does it's the principle. It's the principle of who is moronic. And I think they forgot to vote. No. You know what? Here's my thing. Uh, and, and here's what a lot of players do. And this is why I think the Hall of Fame voting is broken. It should be a yes or no question. It shouldn't be votes. Is Ken Griffey Jr. a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? Not Not they have 10 people to vote for. And some writers will leave guys off going, all right, Ken Griffey Jr. is going to get in. But I want to use my other 10 on other people that may not get in, and my one vote might matter. That's what that came down to. All right. I could see that. But but, but to, to me, Baseball Hall of Fame is already watered down to begin with. So it doesn't matter if he gets in uh, you know, with the most votes or not. He's in. Is he any more of a Hall of Famer than Greg Maddox is because he has more votes? No. 
they're all Hall of Famers. So I think there's a lot of, I think it's a little bit overdone. There's so much put into it. The voting needs to change to, are you a Hall of Famer or not? Clearly. If you're a Hall of Famer, vote yes. If you're not, vote no. And that's it. All right. That's fair enough. They're not going to listen to you, but. Really? I don't know. Are you, are you that influential, Dennis? Do I need to be extra nice to you? Not at all. Nobody listens. <laughs> I'm like, does you, you know, I mean, seriously. Well, no, people listen to you because I, I hear them going that they're mad at your picks or advice for fantasy football. That's oh, yeah, hilarious. You heard that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Last week's episode, the guy was like, I listened to you and you were wrong. I'm like, well. Look, I love your show, but you were wrong. You were, my favorite, no, my favorite one was that kid. I don't know who that kid is. He's hilarious. I really, I missed out. Casey uh, said it too fast. I couldn't get his um, Instagram handle because I totally would have followed him. Uh, I didn't even follow him. I feel bad. You, you told him you were going to. I lied. Oh my god! Did, what else have you lied about? Oh, many things. Oh, Dennis. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Anyways, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I love the kid. He's like a 12-year-old kid that calls into my show. And I I love it because at 12 years old, I never had the guts to call into a show. And if I did, I would want him to treat me cool. And, you know, I keep going back and forth. Like one day, if I'm back on the air next year doing fantasy football, I would want this kid to come in and co-host my show with me once. Oh, I agree. I would tell that is like must listen to the kid. He has such good timing and his swagger. I'm going in like four years. If he keeps his swagger and this confidence, every girl in high school is going to want to date him. I've I've told this kid he'll he'll call in every other week or every third week. But I keep telling him you need to start your own podcast. Oh my god, he would be great. There's actually um these two guys they do an SEC podcast. I need to get them on my show. Um, and they are like 14 and 15. And you would never know. They are so professional. They do it so well. And they do it with an iPad. That's cool. Yeah. No. And that's the thing. Like people who are like, oh, the podcast. Like I make it sound like it's a really a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. Like my husband thinks it's a lot of work. Um, we want him to think it's a lot of work. <laughs> you wife, know, dude. I had to force him to listen to the Adnan interview. Isn't that crazy? No. I, I, let me. You told me that before. And I'll yeah. say this. My wife doesn't listen to much of my stuff. And does I'm, she like fantasy football? No. Okay, but my husband loves sports, and he loves Adnan Verk. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm okay with it because I feel like I, if, if, if my wife listened to everything I do, I wouldn't have the freedom to say something. <laughs> you mean you wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, I could see you doing that. But for me, no, because that interview was straight up. There was no like any kind of innuendos, nothing like that. It was flat out just too people talking like you know trust me when you because you haven't listened you don't know there's no like kind of like oh maybe she's like uh uh-uh. uh there's just no way no what's way your name hmm? what's your husband's name james james let me tell you something buddy <laughs> if she says hey will you listen to this you take two seconds you put down the video game controller you you stop watching whatever netflix show you're watching and you listen to it buddy you do it how, how old is James? 37. James, you're 37. You're not doing much in life at this point. <laughs> Take a break from doing nothing and you'll listen to the podcast. Okay, bud? That's how you do it. Yeah. And, and acknowledge that your wife is awesome because she, you know, that's the thing. The one lesson in all this, the, the, the biggest thing that has changed in the, in the show 
is that, um, you know, again, I started the show talking about how sports helped me connect with my husband. And for the most part, it has. What's been interesting is that uh, because now I'm kind of like, I'm not an insider in sports by any stretch of the means, Dennis, but I do get information now before some people do. It's kind of fun. I know you sometimes get that too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of enjoyable. It's kind of like, oh, well, thank you. And then you can't say anything to anybody, but you're like, okay, but I know this. And so you're kind of smug about it when someone tells you and they're like, I'm like, oh yeah, I already heard it already. And and that happens now. So I have to be careful with that because, you know, and also I have to be careful because I do get guys in the show. They'll tell me, oh my God, you're the best wife ever because you actually like to talk about this. Your husband is so lucky. And I'm going, well... You know, he has to also deal with me and my crazy, like me getting upset that he did. After I hosted this, I hosted a baby shower today. Um, I hosted this big baby shower and then I still had to fold the laundry because he didn't do it. And so he has to deal with sports gal pal that way. So he has to deal with Ramona. You guys get sports gal pal. He has to deal with Ramona and Ramona can be a bitch. It's, it's true. I can be. I, I'm really can be difficult to live with. So, you know, he um, puts up with a lot of my nonsense and I sometimes need to be reminded of that. So, uh, you know, thank you, by the way. We're going to wrap this up now for everybody listening <laughs> to my podcast as I host the Sports Gal Pal Nation. If people you, want get to- the name right, Dennis. My God, you do this all the time. The hashtag is Gal Pal Nation. The show is called the Sports Gal Pal. I like the nation though. I think you should put the nation on there. <laughs> someone's someone's told me that I do own the, I do own the URL. I do own the name Galpa Nation. I do own it. I just don't think it says enough, you know. So, anyways, Galpa Nation, up <laughs> better. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Ramona. If people want to find you. Where can you look? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get okay. Please take a couple minutes here to promote anything you're doing. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I just had this great interview on by Adnan Burke. He was my best interview ever. Where can people find that? Um, they can find it on iTunes and Stitcher and on sportsgalpa.com and still on blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpa. Got to give the love to Blog Talk because they do let me. They, they have been phenomenal support for me getting started, and I've learned a lot. And, you know, not every brand-new sports podcaster gets to work with the likes of Jay Soderberg. I do have to give him a shout-out. It's very will, cool. I get that. I will say this. I've had my bumps with Block Talk Radio, but I cannot ever say anything bad about them. They have been great to me. I've left and come back and left and come back. And for anybody who's getting into podcasting, that is definitely a site you want to go to. Jay Soderberg is is truly one of the A1 people out there. And, you know, sometimes there are unfortunate situations that mess up a really good thing. And, you know, I I want to say too much about it, but I, I was in it with, in a situation with not the programming side of it, but the business side of it. And uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. But, you know, I would still recommend it to anybody else out there. Yeah, but you're one of those rare podcasters that has really, truly monetized his podcast. The majority of podcasters don't know how to do that. And that's what I do love about Blog Talk because they, they handle that for you. So if you don't want to handle like any of that, you know, you guys hear my, you know, intro like um, promos and my outro promos. That's all Blog Talk. I don't do any of that. I just talk in my microphone, especially like, you know, that's all I do. So I, I do have to say Blog Talk makes it super ridiculously easy to record a podcast. So to go out and try it. And as I said to that kid, and I'll say to anybody, even if you're thinking about it, just try it. 
you, you never know. I started that out as a hobby, and five years later, I'm on the radio. So try it. Yes, and you get to hang out with like cool people like Tom and and Herman. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Tell you sent me a text that said, you know, one of the guys at your radio <laughs> station, Tom. Tell me that story because I'm making you do this on here. Okay. Um. So no, honestly, he re- I had I I do whenever I have a guest on, I'll I'll set up a bunch of tweets about it, um, with Adnan because it was kind of a last minute thing. I didn't get to set up the tweets like I normally do, so I had to do them on the fly. And one of them I wrote, I'm like, Adnan is absolutely delightful. So Tom retweeted me and he, or he replied to it and he goes, yes, he is delightful. Hashtag AV. And I'm like, okay. I kind of knew who he was because, you know, I follow you and I see that you hang out with him. Really, I know because he hangs out with Herman Moore. Let's be honest with you. Everything's about Herman Moore. Right. Because Herman Moore is Herman Moore. I mean. How, just- how, how on earth did I find myself co-hosting? The Lions pregame show with Herman Moore. Well, it, your reward is Herman Moore. Your punishment is Lions football. Yeah, you know, give or take. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest, because no one. Well, now you don't have to. Um, like, what happens? Do you guys like put Herman Moore in like his like you know back, vacuum pack seal to keep him fresh? Uh, you know, yeah, we keep him in a cryogenic chamber, locked away deep inside the Detroit Sports One Hundred Five One Studios, and uh, you know, next to you know. Ted Williams head. Nice. Nice. Why would you guys have Ted Williams head if you're in Detroit? Why wouldn't we? Um, because you're in Detroit and Ted Williams is known as a Red Sox. Just curious. We got him off eBay. <laughs> I think secretly you just want Ted Williams head because you're a nerd. Why wouldn't you? Um, cause I'm not a Red Sox fan. I am. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where I keep all my, you know, famous body parts. Ew. Yeah. Hey, I've got Reddy Jackson's arm. Oh my God. It's not I even think- dead. I think. Explain <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, okay. I this has come full circle now, Dennis, because you know you admitted on this podcast that you're a big scaredy pants, and yet you're collecting body parts. And and one of the things was Frankenstein. Oh my gosh! Secretly, you're Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> By the way, a lot of people don't know this. the The monster is not Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. Okay. No, that's that's an important note. Great. <laughs> you learn something new every day. This is important stuff, Dennis. Get the, get the, de- the details matter, kids. And let me tell you, as soon as we're done recording, I'm purposely going to forget it and move on with my night. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like you, Dennis Farrell. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is your podcast. This is my podcast. <laughs> Mona, uh, you know, Twitter, where can people find you on sure, Twitter? Sure, it's at SportsGalPal. Um, I try to do, I do a fairly regular Periscope. I didn't do it this week. Sorry, gals and pals. I have been under the weather fighting a cold, and I d- was not looking my best. You did right. not want to see the SportsGalPal this week. It was not fun. It was not a fun week for SportsGalPal, other than Adnan Burke, and now Dennis Farrell. Hopefully my fans here on this podcast will go out and look for your podcast. They should look for my podcast. <laughs> and um, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, this is the silliest thing you've ever done. Um, yes. So it's at Sports Gaffel. I'm on Facebook. I'm a little bit of a social media hoe. I like to spread it around. So you guys can pretty much catch me on almost every um, social media platform, with the exception of Snapchat, because I don't understand Snapchat, and I don't want to. No, I'm with you. I think nope. it's stupid. I feel like I'm doing something dirty when I'm on Snapchat. Oh, I can do a lot of dirty things, you know, if you give me the right motivation, Dennis. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys, you can find me on Grindr. Um, I'm on <laughs> No, uh, listen, Gal Pound, I'm glad you guys took a second to listen to the podcast and then and 
get a different side of Miss Ramona Rice. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to join us here on your own podcast. Well, I appreciate it because this was so awesome. <laughs> Dennis, you're like the best ever. You know that? I know. I'm going to promote myself now. Okay, go ahead and promote yourself now. You can find me on Twitter at Dennis77Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. You can Facebook friend request me, Dennis Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Do you know what that extra L stands for? Let's see. Last time you told me it stood for loser, and I corrected you and I said no. And then the next time you said love, and I was like, oh, that's super cute. And then the first L was for left-handed. So what is it this time? Latavius. Latavius. That's what it stands for, Latavius. I would think lucky. Because yeah. you have a friend like me. Latavius Murray. <laughs> my parents want to name me after somebody who wasn't born yet, so they just named my second L after him. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Um, all the letters in my name just spell Ramona. I'm not that cool where, yeah. Could be worse. You could be like Nomar Garcia Pera, where Nomar is Ramon spelled backwards. Yeah, I don't understand what they were thinking doing that to him. Eh, it's Garcia Parra. No one cares about the first name when you have something like that. I don't know. It's kind of fun to say no more. It is. No more. No more. Yes. And Dennis um, is a great Twitter follower because every once in a while he'll like, can I ask you something really fast? I know it's your podcast, but can I ask you something? Please. Okay. So what was up with the tweet about the fax machine in Circus City? All right. So in 1999, Barry Sanders retired. Yes. And when Barry Sanders retired, he sent a fax to the Detroit Lions the night before training camp that says, I'm done. I'm retiring, basically. I, I, I Either he sent it to the Lions or he sent it to a Wichita paper. Something weird like that. But he, he retired via fax machine the night before. So all week long with Calvin Johnson, maybe, maybe not retiring, I've been making a whole bunch of fax machine jokes. Wow. Um, does that make more sense now that you go back and look at those? It, it does make a lot more sense. I didn't understand. I knew Barry Sanders retired supposedly before his time, and people are still devastated by it in Detroit. Uh, re- read the story. You know, Google how did Barry Sanders retire. It's kind of a weird story. Okay, I will. Yeah. So I have homework now. All right, Galpon Nation. I said it that way on purpose because that's the way I'm going to end my show. Well, it is Galpon Nation. So, and thanks, Dennis, for a great interview. Aw, thanks. I'm out. (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Stupid and funny. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.